0: Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts and minds be pleasing to you, O Lord. Amen. Today we are set up at the beginning of Lent, and we we get the whole reasoning for why we have Lent and why we have these stories that we have in Scripture about Jesus and why we need, at the end of Lent... To be saved. Because see, it all started way back in the garden when Adam and Eve, or the man and the woman, as would be a better translation from Hebrew, um, the two humans were in the garden, and Satan, the accuser, the tempter, came to them and said, You won't die if you eat of that tree. And then the woman takes the fruit from the tree and eats it and gives some to the man. And now, people who are really curious about this have made the observation that, yeah, she took the fruit, but she then handed some to the man who was there the whole time and didn't say anything about not doing this. So it's not the woman's fault. It's both of their faults. It's the human problem problem is we fall into temptation by the tempter. So the traditional way of talking about this in Christian circles that Paul talks about in Romans is that we need a new Adam, a new figure to be the perfect Adam for the Adam who didn't fall, who led us all into Being cursed, we need a new Adam who heals us all of the sickness of sin. Because temptation comes often and can be very hard to be avoided. And this is why we need salvation. But we find ourselves, I think, in our society today saying, I can do this on my own. I can get this figured out all by myself. I don't need to have anybody else's help. Or perhaps if I work just a little bit harder, or we tell people, if you were to work just a little bit harder, things would be better for you. Or we tell people, you shouldn't eat avocado toast because it's too expensive to buy at a restaurant, right? Or or you shouldn't drink a $5 latte every day because it's too expensive and you're wasting your money. And if you do things just this right particular way, you'll be okay. And we often turn to people who we think can give us that salvation, can tell us, can lead us to where we need to go, get us to do exactly what we need to do. We turn to leaders to save us, and we want them to just go ahead and fix everything. Because if we put just the right person ahead of us, everything's going to be okay. Right? And we want to make things into simple problems with simple programmatic solutions, right? I can just institute this program into my life. I can just do the Dave Ramsey money course and all my money problems will be solved. And as good as some of these things seem to be, they can become sin in themselves, they can become what we end up worshiping instead of God. We can worship the idea that if we save enough, spare enough money for ourselves, that we'll be better off. We can turn into an idol this idea that if we live our lives in just the right, perfect way, everything's going to be okay if we can just implement this one solution, all of our problems will be taken care of. And we often find, the thing about the the tempter though, is that the tempter is always saying things that are mostly true, that are almost always sound good, right? And this is, What we hear in the tempter today in the gospel lesson. Because Satan quotes, the devil quotes today from Psalm 91. The devil quotes scripture. It's not at all unlikely this is what the devil does. At other times, we may hear the tempter in our own lives quoting social purity codes from Leviticus. Or perhaps quoting from Paul in Romans or in 2 Corinthians. And we listen to the tempters because we like what they say. We like the promises they can give us. Even if they get the quotes a bit off. Like God helps those who help themselves. Have you heard that before? That's in scripture. But the you there is plural. The you's are plural. God helps God, God helps all of us together. Or or maybe the other one that that's has a plural you in it is is God's not going to give you more than you can handle, and that's a plural you. God doesn't give you's more than you's can handle. Right? Or y'all can handle. Right? It's a community thing. God We come into times of trouble. But God gives us the resources in our communities to figure that out. So here we are at the beginning of Lent of this season of the year where we recreate just a little bit in our own lives this 40-day period of fasting that Jesus goes through. And we intersperse it, we put it every Sunday as a reminder of the resurrection. So we, on today, you're taking a break from your fast. You're taking a break from the wilderness, from the wild lands outside. And you're here in this place, in this place that's ordered and structured. Where you can hear the good news, the truth of God. But out in the wilderness... we see Jesus surviving his trial with Satan. And he, too, quotes scripture back to the accuser. says, life comes only from the word of God. Don't test the Lord, and you shall worship only the Lord your God. And at the end of all this, These three things cause Satan to flee and go away. And at the end, the angels minister to Jesus. The community takes care of Jesus. Jesus has avoided the temptations of the tempter and has shown us how, reminding us that life only comes from the word of God. Life does not come from some program that we follow, or some book that we read. Don't test the Lord. You shall worship and serve only the Lord your God. And I think if we follow these three things, as I'm putting up for you this thing, I'm telling you, don't follow what your leaders tell you. But if we follow these three things, it seems like we can survive temptation. So we're entering Lent. We started on Ash Wednesday, but this is the first Sunday of Lent, and we've, we've got 30-some-odd days left to go through this. We're going to have times of temptation over these next 40 days going up to um, Good Friday. We're going to be tempted, as we are outside of this period of time, to eat from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. We're going to be tempted as we continue in life to find easy answers, to accept the promises of the tempter. But the work we are called to is summed up in remembering that life comes from the word of God. Don't test the Lord, and you shall worship and serve only the Lord your God. And this is what life looks like to participate in God's reign here today. And this is something we can do today. Christ shows us this in the wilderness when he steers away from the devil's temptations. We too can avoid the temptations of sin. We too can be cleansed of our sin by God's work in us. Christ loves us and saves us just as we are right here and right now. Christ is calling us into a new life, into new, renewed relationships with one another. Today, we remember the new Adam is saving us from the old. Amen.